When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I'd come on this show to defend those opinions. But now I don't really do any of that shit. I just do this show. Joining me today, he is my co-host on another Unpops Network podcast called Conspiracy the Show. He's also the co-host of the Mean Boys podcast and a fantastic comic who you can see in Ontario, California on my birthday. Ladies and gentlemen, Connor McSpadden. Also joining me, he is also my co-host on an Unpops Network podcast called Misfortune, a financial crimes podcast. He's also a fantastic musician who fronts the rock band Countless Thousands. Ladies and gentlemen, we're always happy to have him here. Danger Van Gorder. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. Yeah. I'm Adam Todd Brown. Uh, who? Me. I'm the host. Oh, yeah. The hat. The hat guy. Yeah. I'm wearing, well, I'm wearing a hat. Yeah. Yeah. And you look good. It's good. You always start in with the, the niceness. Yeah. Just right away. We have Connor McSpadden here to balance it out. Comedy, too. Uh oh. <laughs> Do I have to get in another, another fight for ratings this week? I don't know. I hope not. That's like the Mothman of podcasts. Once that happens, everything falls apart immediately after. Yeah. And it's that like, happened last time after you and Randall were on the second time. Uh huh. Everyone at Cracked got fired <laughs> oh, immediately thereafter. I know something you about did a, it. A new second one with Randall. Yep. Like right, <laughs> yeah. right on that. It was very entertaining. In that, every time you do a podcast with Randall, something happens at Cracked because right, right before that, Adam left. Yeah. Cracked for a reason. I just felt so bad that that was the send off of the network was I just th- a shit show between me and Randall. That was actually what started the network because then you know I got fired not long after that. And well, I mean, I Wait, guess it didn't be- start it, because of it was that the send off of the no, yeah, it was the, the last first era yeah, of the yeah, podcast, yeah. Yeah. the yeah. end of our beginning. He didn't get fired because of any particular episode, as I'm sure no one at Cracked actually listened to. Exactly. Any of them. I know. Funny Except story. That, I know Keith Carey went to record a podcast at Cracked and he wore his Unpop shirt. As yeah, a, yeah, he texted me a picture. That was great. Oh, yeah. And then that podcast never came out because yeah. everyone got fired. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, oh man. Oh, is this a, this a waste of bus fare for poor Keith? Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What what episode did he, he did something? I was he there. The I was Cracked movie podcast. Yeah. And I yeah. don't remember. And that was the great unreleased episodes of everything we did love. We have about a month of episodes for all the um, non cracked podcast shows that are just never had, like Cracked Movie Club. And WikiLeaks won't write us back. So I don't know how <laughs> we're going to get these out to the people. Best episode ever featuring Brett Raider. That would be that would be a great WikiLeak. Is just like yeah, four episodes of the Cracked podcast that have uh, never <laughs> seen the light of day. 
I should introduce the guest. That's Connor McSpadden. Hey, hey. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows everyone in the room today. Yeah. Connor, how have you been? Good, man. Wearing my free podcast Yeezys, everybody. That's so I don't amazing. Know if we, Someone... I don't know if we're on camera, but we hello. We are not. Okay. How, how comfortable <laughs> are those shoes? You guys, I have not shut the fuck up about it all day. Uh, I was like a you know anti-materialism, anti-consumerism socialist guy i just want to have as soon as i put these on i just want to have more money than other people <laughs> yeah have nice things and then just display them like garishly at all times i'm really upset i want a fan to send me yeezys I, he's probably it. and this is the fucked up part probably a fan we stole from you as, Size as 11, most please. of them are oh i'm 11 and a half i'll let you try these on because they feel phenomenal nice i'm this gonna is... rob connor for his yeezys after this <laughs> uh this is exactly the kind of like baller like like pseudo ghetto purchase that atb is known to make so You're i think goddamn right if if you're gonna if treat those had yourself, rhinestones on them, I'd be we'd be negotiating. Like I don't right have now. a fucking bedazzler back in my house, dude. We'll we'll have a whole afternoon craft session. I'm yeah, into this, it. And that guy also, uh, his name is Caleb Terry. Thank you very much if you're listening. He gave Keith a Louis Vuitton wallet. That's like a five hundred dollar wallet. Jesus, just so funny because Keith's like, oh, gold. I'll put my EBT card in it. It'd be funny if this guy was like a bootlegger just making this shit. He is like home. a cryptocurrency guy. He's oh, a nice. he's a crypto oh. sneaker guy, from what I can tell. And I was like, "Do you have anything you want to plug?" And he's like, "I keep it under the radar." <laughs> <And I was laughs> like, right, yes, nice. Danger Van Gorder. How Hi. are you? I'm well. Yeah, you know the <laughs> hardest part of the show for me is the first few minutes because I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life when all I really want to do is talk about what I've been up to since last week. And that's why we call this segment "This Week and Me." It's about to get really intense. I play this on guitar mm-hmm. every single week. I buy yep. a new guitar every week. Well, because the they all sit, get set on fire. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. I break them. Just naturally. Mm-hmm. From the force <laughs> of shredding. Yeah, yep. exactly. Like a Tenacious D episode. It's exactly like that. With some dignity, of course. That Whoa, was what, are, you, are you anti-Tenacious D? No, this I could love, turn I into love a Tenacious D. Wow, I love Tenacious yeah, don't D. do that. I was about to say, I'm fighting words. <laughs> they just, I mean... That was Brett Raider on the cutoff. Good timing. I, I like very, that. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I didn't let you say the catchphrase. No, it's of fine. The show, we're, we're, but yeah. I was really insistent. Actually, I haven't yeah. seen Brett since Randall Gate. Yeah, since Randall Gate one <laughs> How did you feel like being in the room for that? Was it that... was incredible. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I mean, it was very fun as a as a spectator. Yeah, that's yeah. It's, yeah. One of these. It things. truly is a spectator. It wasn't. Sport. It probably wasn't like mom and dad are fighting. It was like I don't know. Your uncle and your cousin are fighting. <laughs> it was like my yeah. cousin was fighting with a homeless man who I met once. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm assuming I'm the uncle in that one. I don't need to dig any further there. So speaking of cryptocurrency. That's what we're talking about today. That's a weird segue because we mentioned cryptocurrency. I don't Good think Adam said anything recently. about his week. What? No, I, I never do. Oh, you don't? No, no I don't. I think like you did at one point. I'm the designated cutoff. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's why I'm wearing cutoffs. You're the cutoff man. Yeah, yeah. You're the f- shortstop. Well, hey, I feel foolish. Sometimes that's an important person. Position in of influence team. in baseball. Yeah. And you know what's funny? I forget that it happens every time, and <laughs> I, I'm shocked you let me go through my boring Yeezy monologue. No, gotta hear about that. We're happy yeah. about, if not sponsorships, then just wealthy fans. Oh, we dude. would love some of that action here. At this Unpops. guy lives in Kansas City, Missouri, so if he has one Litecoin, I'm pretty sure he could be the mayor. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we're talking about cryptocurrency and specifically cryptocurrency Ponzi schemes, Ooh. <sighs> because no technology ever happens without criminals going. How can I use this to make a shit ton of money? Yeah. And Brett and Connor, you've both dabbled in the cryptocurrency market. Very, very, very little bit. Very teensy same, bit. Same. I yeah. I invested 
and uh, I'm I'm out. I've made I've made uh, I have a sizable return on my investment, but I'm out. Yeah, guys, wow. get this. I'm I was like a in, shark. For I've that been, reason, I am out. I've been getting <laughs> tweets about it every day for the last three months, uh, and I was in crypto for probably 36 hours, and I made $30. <laughs> and I just got out because I got scared, and I was like, I cannot afford to lose this money. What am I doing? But the fucked up thing is I knew about Bitcoin, and I was telling people about it when it was like $4 a coin. Oh, it's been around for years and years. I, you and know, I've been aware of it. I always wanted to buy it. Like, you know, I think I just got into debit card, and I was like, I should buy Bitcoin. But back in that time, you had to go on Silk Road and basically mail a letter to a dude <laughs> with a Visa prepaid debit card in it and then hope that you got Bitcoin. That was like back how Back when it they worked. were like verifying Facebook people? Oh, yeah. So yeah. it was fucking wild. It was like so much work. And I, was th- and I was just like, I didn't do drugs or anything. I would just go on Silk Road to, with my friends to like laugh at like, look at this guy selling an Uzi and like, you know, yeah. got, like a human foot and whatever. <laughs> just whatever goofy shit was on there. And it was just like a fun thing to do. And if I would have just bought like... A Bitcoin or two for shits and giggles. You know how well yeah. I just, it just makes me so mad that I was like, had this, and I would like check in on it and be like, no, oh, okay, it's a hundred bucks. Yeah, that's fucking, I don't know. I, I just never thought to do that. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It seems like such a sketchy thing to invest in. I mean, I guess if you're investing in Bitcoin, that's yeah. fine because that's the big one that's been around. They call it, uh, on four, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be cluing people into some 4chan terminology because <laughs> while I was a cryptocurrency day trader for those one and a half days, I was on slash biz all day, just getting all of my investment advice from racist memes, which I think is the, <laughs> sure. I think is the premier source I've, of insight in the financial world. I've learned more about you in the last 30 seconds than I have in the, like, four times that we've met yeah could, could <laughs> this could could what could possibly be more revealing than me attacking randall maynard for <laughs> just trying to get along yeah no uh they call it chad coin because it's just the one that like you know the average like a chad has heard of you know oh yeah and, they, and people you know the, the the sort of driving thrust behind that is like it's too big to fail it's kind of name brand but people forget like bitcoin was never supposed to be a share of value or an investment commodity it was supposed to facilitate anonymous transactions you know oh, it was yeah. always it was i mean i guess you could say like ideally in a future world i mean everything would take place in big but it's supposed to be like you know not to take the place of fiat currency at least initially it was supposed to be just so you could buy your cocaine or your you know yeah sex slave or whatever and then just like get on with your life without you know the you know mr paypal coming in and pinging your transaction yeah real quick but before is, we get any oh. further can you explain cryptocurrency because you just threw out a fiat currency. I'm like, what in the hell is that? Fiat currency is like a dollar, a pound, a Cool, frank. all right. But like, well, francs how don't exist you know? anymore, but right, like yeah. a euro. euro yeah. Yeah. But like, how does cryptocurrency work? Because like now well, people are actually getting wealthy off of it, and now people like me are actually trying to pay attention. That's my follow-up, because from what little I, under- I understand about cryptocurrency, I've tried to watch a couple TED Talks about it, and, yeah. and it, about minute three I was like, well, they're speaking Greek. Isn't the whole point is that every transaction is logged and traceable? Yes. I understand it's probably less traceable than uh, like a, a bank account or a credit card statement. But if you are buying Coke from Silk Road, isn't a Bitcoin traceable? Is like the isn't the it's not, transaction it's as not traceable? necessarily traceable back to you? I think you can see like the wallet numbers and like kind of the quote unquote routing numbers. But unless they know that that is your Bitcoin wallet, then, uh, you're, then okay. you're pretty all yeah. right. But like even even further than that, though, like when people are talking about blockchains and Bitcoins and whatnot, it just sounds like they're creating value out of nothing. It, uh, and I'm not sure how that works. It kind of is. Well, there's there's a innate scarcity that's kind of defined within the coding for these these coins. 
And uh, what happens is my loose understanding of it. Feel free to light Please. me up on Twitter if I'm if I'm getting anything it's wrong. T- tighter than what we've got. Yeah, you have to mine for Bitcoin. And I remember back in the day, you know, you, you'd see picture people post picture. Yeah, this is out in the stable in my you know backyard in Oklahoma, and I got three desktops linked together with a bucket of ice to keep them cool, and I just mined fifty bitcoins. And every every what the fuck. You have to. There's like a block. All right. Okay. Let's let's talk about the block. Get, get, get basic. Go ba- get go basic. basic. And again, get basic. This is this is me, a guy who barely understands it, explaining to three people who don't understand it and don't even really care. So. One of whom made some money off of it. I've made some money. Yeah. Yeah. Brett gets it. I get it. Well, so it's like I get that I made money. You know, the people uh, <laughs> the people mining for Bitcoin. There's an encryption. There's a code, and they're trying to crack that code, and it gets progressively harder as time goes on. And uh, as it stands right now, if like people are mining at the rate they are and it continues to grow on the same pattern, they, they estimate that the final Bitcoin won't be mined until 2050. And there's a finite amount of them. There's only going to be like – I forget what the exact number is. You can look it up. It's like you know 6 million or some shit like that. That's the number of Bitcoin that there's going to be. And the idea is it's kind of like gold. There's a limited amount of it. That's why it's valuable. That's why you they know, call it mining. Yeah, digital gold. Exactly. Also, But also I thought mining was also aiding transactions. Mining does help uh, with like hosting the transactions and all so that stuff. These transactions come through and they're these – Large consecutive characters. They're yeah. X, Y, nine, four. You know, and so people set up these computers. They buy up. There's actually a, sh- a shortage in video cards. Video cards, like because they have a really high processing speed. Yeah, they buy up all of them and they link them together. This is a very rough. You got like a big ass deep blue type setup in a warehouse somewhere. Yeah, yeah, and they have all these video cards linked up to a computer that looks for transactions that are trying to process and it aids them. And in aiding the the transaction to completion, you're awarded point zero 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 one Bitcoin. But if you do this, you know, at, um, hundreds times. Times. yeah, 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 you know, you, you you build up. So you're so that's another form of mining. Yeah, I guess. I mean, there's also a guy that got popped, I think, in South America for using his Starbucks Wi-Fi. The people that logged in, he was using their computer's processing power to mine for Bitcoin at his <laughs> Starbucks, huh. which that's, I love. And that's that a thing. That's like yeah, that's, and that's smart. a thing we, you see actual companies doing too. You, like you might go to certain websites and all of a sudden your computer heats up or whatever. People have made their websites so when you go to it, your personal browser. Can I just real quick plug my tour dates on MeanBoysPodcast.com? <laughs> <laughs> It's a yeah yeah no I, I didn't mean to interrupt no no, no sorry right. no sorry <laughs> I, I'm not actually mining for Bitcoin I was in, I, I just started to interrupt it was whatever no no yeah no, there's thank you for the explanation Brett does that does that answer your question I, I think that just probably barely a, yeah like and then, then keep five going. more questions yeah yeah and then there's different kinds the one that I got into is Litecoin and it's just kind of a, a quicker version of Bitcoin, Bitcoin. L I T E yeah, yeah, LITE coin, LTC, and there's different ones, and they different. They have different kind of variations on this technology. There's other cryptocurrencies that function on other programming. I don't understand as well, like IOTA, which uses something called the Tangle, which is like mm. a different kind of blockchain. But uh, like people think show. that's cool and <laughs> like that. Exactly. Yeah. Have you been down to the Tangle? People say you can see your own death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just uh, oh man, I lost a lot of money in the Tangle. And he's like, is that a strip club in, in Tallahassee? Where is that? <laughs> And it, it seems like the fact that there's so many now is what's causing these scams, or what's like what's leading people to these scams. Well, that, a, yeah, you gotta have, have to like have a also rich. the how big Bitcoin got around Christmas is kind of when it peaked. There were news stories about this online currency that wasn't backed by any any government it was selling for twenty grand per coin. Yeah. You could buy less than a coin though, and. People like my dad would call me and they're like, should I invest in Bitcoin? Like, I don't know anything about Bitcoin. Can you tell me what it is? 
So that's, I think, also one of the reasons for all these so scams. So they call it Chad coin because people know Bitcoin. All these Chads yeah. and dads are Chads out there dads. trying to buy some coins Chads on yeah. the intro nets, and, and, and they don't grads. know. They don't that's, know. And there's, there's, you can, anyone, there are people like, I was on, I was on Biz on 4chan looking at racist financial memes the other day, <laughs> and I saw a guy, he's like, I started my own coin, it's called Turtle, you know, it's like focused on the miners, and this is how it's different from Bitcoin, blah, 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 and I'm like, this dude, can, you can just make one. There's people that like just make them for like, yeah, this is just to buy, you know, like my Etsy type store shit. There's, you can, there, it's fairly easy to make them. You have to attain a certain level of legitimacy to get legitimacy to get on some of the exchanges or the uh, or the like you know like the thing where it shows you the the different exchange rates like Binance is a big one and uh, Coinbase is uh, the website that most everyone uses to buy because you can just put in your your PayPal information you can send it in and then they'll d- create a, a digital wallet for you and they'll you can just do it with money you don't have to go through one of these you don't have to mail a Visa debit card to a sketchy dude you know right. that's got a, a fridge full of feet but you can do it feet. with actual money or you have to because you can do it with actual money from what I understand a lot of them you have to use Bitcoin even to invest in because they're not listed on these exchanges yet like Coinbase oh. there's other ones I only really know Coinbase I'm, I'm not super deep into this shit but m- what people will do is they'll buy Ethereum on Coinbase, they'll transfer it to their Binance account, and they'll use that to buy. So you want to buy IOTA, a, a lesser known but still somewhat name brand crypto that's not you know on any of these exchanges. you got to purchase a lot of them with other kind of crypto. Right. There's little transaction fees. It's how these places stay in business. It's wild shit. Yeah. So it's like the, the fact that there are these like pump and dumps, it's like, yeah, of course, because you can just make shit up. You can hype it. John McAfee does like a coin of the day thing. People always accuse him of like pumping and dumping, you know, which is you can just... The McAfee... Virus protection guy? Yeah, the crazy like, oh, libertarian yeah. guy. Yeah. And he'll just be like, coin of the day, fucking Mac coins. Check it out. <laughs> it's got great transaction speeds. It's awesome. Get it on by. You know, so then you, it, you, people will just go like, oh, I got to buy Where are you getting Mac John coin. McAfee's coin of the day? I think it's on his Twitter. <laughs> I would just read about it. I would just see it on 4chan or on any, any one of the crypto reddits I subscribe to now. Just, <laughs> just I, 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 I lost. I'm never going to have enough money to invest in anything. I'm a loser. But I mean, I do love the culture of just people yelling at each other about made up money. <laughs> It's fun to follow. <laughs> yeah. Fun side story. Cut to New Year's Eve, Australia, where I was. <laughs> I was at this party, and there was about 15 people there, and it was uh, seven couples and one guy who was there without his wife, and he, his wife was out of town. And uh, it's like 12.02 a.m., and everyone's like, oh, he's kissing and hugging and you know, celebrating and all that stuff. And this one guy, who, he's not actually single. He just did not come with his wife. He's in the corner hovering over his phone. And I'm like, oh, come on, man. You know, I, he's okay. You can come hang out. We're trying to cheer him up. Happy New Year, buddy. And I'm like, oh, you texting, um, you texting your wife? No, I'm on a slack right now about crypto. <laughs> <laughs> Did he say it just like that? He did. Well, he said oh, it in an good. Australian accent. Dude, nothing and, nothing makes you feel like more of a loser than pulling out the Coinbase app and checking the rates in public. You're just like, I'm that guy. I'm the Bitcoin, <laughs> yeah, no, that it, Starbucks guy. It gets worse. I'm like, oh, so you're gonna slack with like some people, you know, talking about the things? No, no, with some random people in a Slack about crypto. Yeah, with just completely random. People One day that here. guy's gonna own you. Probably there's yeah. a there's or he's gonna get scammed out of all the money he owns. That's a, l- a little bit of not more, really more fortune. PhD slang. in theater history, so not gonna happen. A big <laughs> me- a big meme you'll see a lot is Lambo's on the moon, or uh, it's going this coin's going to the moon, or uh, we're we're going to Lambo Land. Uh, those all mean that the price <laughs> is gonna go up really high, and you can make a lot of money. Lambo Land. There's another thing where uh, 
when people are when there's a big night happening, like when I got into Bitcoin, I transferred it to Litecoin. There was a big Litecoin night where it popped up, and for like a few minutes, I was up 150, and then I was down 50, and then I was up 100, and you yeah. know, I just I ended up panic selling just because I just didn't want to fucking think about it, you know? Yeah. But uh, people will will be on these threads on Reddit or whatever, and they'll be like, uh, they'll say HODL, H O D L, which is a joke where it's like they're typing hold really fast, like hold your coins. Oh you know, yeah. Don't don't just like. Don't sell. Uh, the internet's you know. always got the best jokes. Yeah, yeah, I know. But, <laughs> For yeah. the internet. So if you see HODL, that that's what that means. Who's people? People on 4chan. People on Reddit and 4chan. Okay. So again, where I was getting my advice. And w- one more thing before we close out uh, and move on: Can you eat a Bitcoin? Can it nourish a human life? Can you eat a regular coin? You can eat a chocolate Maybe. Bitcoin. Maybe can. can money buy oh, you okay. some food? Yeah. You could use it that was my whole thing with people saying, well, it's not a real currency. It's not backed by anything. Well, if the U.S. government says tomorrow that the U.S. dollar is worthless, it's not backed by anything either. Right. Really. Yeah. There, this there's technology behind it. There is a there is a scarcity. Yeah. In place. Like, I understand the whole idea of like this, this. The pound is backed by a pound of sterling silver silver. And there's and the idea of governments backing currency. That's fine. But it's only tenuous. The whole that that that. Well, currency, the, the, rate, the rates of our currencies fluctuate all the time, you know? Yeah. And that's, I think, I believe China still doesn't allow, allow the yuan to, to float against other currencies. They hold it steady, mm-hmm. you know? And like that kind of fucks with people a lot. And Yeah, know, a lot of countries do that as a currency control. Like that, that's kind of what got Venezuela <clears throat> in their situation. They did that for a while to stop corruption, and then they were like... Oh no, this is good because now we can use this to be really corrupt. Yeah, <laughs> and they just drove their country back into the ground. You know, again. Greece is fucking up, and now your euros aren't worth shit. It's a, uh, it's very interesting. Yeah. So, Danger, you do know what a Ponzi scheme is, though, right? Yes, you should because me and you host a financial crimes podcast mm-hmm. on this network. Yep, called Misfortune. Fin crimes. It's a lot. Fin crimes. SVU Fin crimes division. Yeah. Right. That's what we should have called it. Yeah. I Should did have. at one point want to do a show called Unpops SVU, and it ended up being the darkest hour oh. where oh, where it's just we you. just talk about the worst shit happening at happy events and things of that nature. Yeah, but I thought SVU would be a little too. People might get weird about. I mean, that. with Connor here, it could be the special vape edition. Am I right, boys? Hey, yeah, yeah. He's, how do you he's... spell? How do you spell edition? E- oh <laughs> no, I guess not. <laughs> uh, I wasn't paying attention. So yeah, I just had a vape thing. Ponzi schemes are a thing that's happening with cryptocurrency now. And if if anyone's unfamiliar, a Ponzi scheme basically it just means you pay your early investors with money you get from your later investors. But the money the early investors are seeing, those returns aren't coming from any actual work or gains that are being done. It's just you getting more money from other people and eventually that all Yeah. Collapses. It's like a like a neutral life type thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's dude, I, might, I, I dated a girl that was in one of those a multi level level marketing oh, thing. Oh, really? And she was like, "Yeah, I want you, you want to come check out my job." And I just went there and I was just like, "Oh, good. it's just all these like bald dudes with like they own clearly one suit and that's what they're wearing and they're just like, yeah, it's a really great opportunity." And it just the whole thing creeped me the fuck out. Ooh, what, what was it? Herbalife? It wasn't Herbalife. It was prepaid legal. Oh yeah, I've what? heard of that. I have no idea how that works. Sucks because it's like a, it's an interesting idea having legal insurance. But yeah, guys, those guys are fucks. Yeah, I wonder if there's a legitimate version of that. Probably not. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that's the kind of thing America would let exist. I've always wondered that about payday loans. Why didn't anyone at some point just pop up and be like, "Hey, we we'll, we do payday loans, but we we just won't fuck you. Like we'll 
Yeah, like you borrow five hundred dollars, you pay us back six fifty. I think you do that, and then That's the other fine. payday loans place sends a, a couple mobsters over with baseball <laughs> bats, and is like, "It's five thousand percent APR, or you're getting the fuck out of the game." <laughs> Did you, one thing I didn't know about the Ponzi scheme. It first was, it's kind of the invention of literature. There were a lot of books that first featured something like a Ponzi scheme. There, one example is the eighteen forty four Dickens novel. Martin Chuzzlewit. Oh. Y'all read Martin yeah, Chuzzlewit. That, that yeah, everyone classic. knows yeah. Chuzzlewit. Yeah, that's one. a good one. The Chuz. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh, what a fucking name, dude. <laughs> but that was in 1844. And that's, Ch- a, that's a disgraced Hogwarts professor. That's not... <laughs> but Charles Ponzi, who the Ponzi scheme is named after, didn't actually pull off the first Ponzi scheme until the 1920s. And he got the idea from reading it in these books. Hmm. And he was just the first person, apparently, in history to go... Yeah, that's a good idea. I'm going to do that in real life. Right. Yeah. At the time that newspapers were huge and, you know, the, the, the sens- sens- oh my God, sensational, there we go. Sensationalism was a thing in the media. Yeah. And, uh, you know, name brand word association. Now it's a Ponzi scheme. Yeah. And the thing about cryptocurrency that makes it so easy to pull off a Ponzi scheme is there's no regulatory oversight. No, and nobody really knows how it works. Almost nobody. Yeah, you'll see. You'll see great screen caps on these websites of people like their Facebook friends. Like, should I get into Bitcoin? And then it's like, how do I take out a loan? And then it's like, where's the best place to buy Bitcoin? Go. And it's just like, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. gonna get fucked. And they they do these things called ICOs, which are initial coin offerings. Yes. Which is like an IPO when a company goes public and it's supposed to be able to start trading. But that sounds really official, but that's not an official thing. Like once you hear that, you think, oh, okay, well, the FTC is going to be stepping in to make sure no one's uh, doing anything wrong. Yeah. And no, they don't. Because the, the argument with cryptocurrency, it's almost like the Napster argument. Where with Napster, they were like, we're not trading files, we're just giving people software. And what they do with it, like, it doesn't matter to us. Yeah. And with this, it's kind of like they're saying, no, we're selling, like, access to the the infrastructure of this thing or a platform. But we're not really trading the coin itself. It's more owning part of whatever platform you're on. And that's how they get around, technically how they get around regulations. You're buying the red Solo cup at the frat party and not the booze. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, But the problem with that is the FTC isn't going to just go, fuck, you got us. We we can't bust you now. No, they still, if you're trading or if just doing anything that looks fraudulent, they will swoop in and shut your shit down. And there have been some examples of this. There's one uh, not too long ago called OneCoin that recently went out of business. It was a Ponzi scheme, and it was accused of having a blockchain. There's that word. That was actually just an Excel spreadsheet and a bot that just posted fake transactions. Which sounds like something I could probably figure out in a weekend. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Maybe you shouldn't. I'm not going to. And what they did, we've already kind of mentioned this, they targeted people that are like smart enough to have heard of Bitcoin or know kind of what it is, but don't really know how the investing works and how to tell a real 
uh, a real one from a fake one. Like what you can do with like you know a decent graphic design acumen in a Squarespace site is pretty remarkable. You know. Yeah, yeah. People are just people just are fucking like, oh, this looks so nice. You know, it just has to look nice, and you can fucking do it. Yeah, and you can build a really really nice website for under a thousand dollars. So it's not. Oh, totally. Yeah. That's not much. That's what always kills me when I land on some scam website and it looks like a scam website. I'm yeah. Like, fucking like you guys. Try a yeah. little harder. Yeah, this is not that difficult. So yeah, OneCoin is one of the examples <laughs> of an actual Ponzi scheme that has popped up and there's a list on Reddit of known cryptocurrency Ponzi schemes. There are 88 fucking companies. Oh my god. On this list. And it's a running list. What is this, Randall Coin? Huh, that seems billion bit club. <laughs> billion bit club. I like that. Yeah, all the names they they don't get. It does sound like 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 shitty prescription drugs that don't get approved. You know, yeah. like bitcoins. I Davor, wish Chrysos, Coinrium. I wish they would get a little more. First coin. Yeah, see, Fi all the coin, names suck. Ecom Cash, Falcon Coin. That's actually really strong. I'm disappointed yeah. that Falcon Coin wasn't real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's why he gets the big butts. Hextra I said, coin. I said big butts, not it is big butts. Right. <laughs> that's why he gets the big old butts. Oh, yeah. Every uh, month, Adam takes me down to the strip club in the city of Carson. Yeah. And just lets me get a dance with the, with the biggest girl there. Why nice. Carson? It's, uh, it's, it's a little bit further away. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a good point. You don't want to twerk where you eat. No, exactly. <laughs> Secular coin. I don't know. That's just so you can <laughs> give Richard Dawkins a pat on the back. Yeah. Well, how pretentious of an asshole do you have to be to invest in secular coin? I'm a crypto atheist, <laughs> which is what I am. And I'm just like, even that, I'm like, Ugh. it's a bit much. Thorn coin, you coin cash. Yeah. So there's a ton. There's 81 suspected Ponzi schemes on this list. And there is a list of another 23 that have already been shut down as Ponzi schemes. By the FTC? Including Laser Online. How is that just not the name of a pop culture magazine or something? That, oh, yeah, yeah. That fucking name was just well, waiting yeah, LA, out there? LA Weekly is now Laser Online. They <laughs> recently laid off about 75% of their staff. <laughs> yeah. That's why their Ponzi scheme failed. So they had to fire everybody. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's a thing that is out there in there's no short supply of people trying to steal from people investing in bitcoin are you going to invest danger i mean i want to be wealthy and secure but i i, I don't i think it's i think the gold rush is uh pretty much over here yeah yeah that's I, the other thing is i, I saw i've got like you know a couple of hundred bucks that i could put into that and you know what's that going to turn into i would i would buy one of these like unsigned hype coins you know like source magazine <laughs> like 53rd page you little blurb coins like iota because those still might actually you want to look for something because you, you you think like what is actually the, they call it the coffee coin like what is the coin that people are going to use to buy a cup of coffee in the morning you know that's going to be actually used by people and uh, some of the shit if you read about iota looks promising and there's other ones that are kind of like that's the that's what ethereum is kind of trying to be as well it's trying yeah. to be a platform where you you make all your purchases on ethereum using ethereum and it'll be like a sort of a facebook of fake coins i think bitcoin if you hold on to it for five years will still be worth worth more than when you buy it in right now but i mean if you're trying to make a quick buck no, that's right who not, wants to sit on anymore. a 500 dollars investment for 10 years to have it turn into a thousand yeah like i that, mean it may very well be more than that but i mean it's even then it's like what the fuck's the point 
That's why I think a, like a ethical payday loan thing is the way to go. You want to start that? Yeah. We, well, let's we start just that? start it in the neighborhood, and then if people don't pay us back, we'll just ATB's on his payday loans. Yeah, but then we just if they don't pay us back, we just we'll just we can send go the to mean, the streets at that point. We can send the mean boys. Let's be loan sharks. Is what I'm saying. I want to be a loan shark. Yeah, just a bunch of fat smokers. We're gonna come collect. So let's talk about a few of the actual cryptocurrency Ponzi schemes that have been busted recently. One of them is called My Big Coin. Big Coin. My Big Coin. Biggest coin. Big. All right. Yeah, that's bigger than a bit. Yeah, that's like when there's like, uh, oh, no, these are Nikos, you know, like when they just change one letter. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I got a generic scooter when razors were real big, and I was like, yeah, Connor, it's a Rosar, just like you wanted, you know? <laughs> They only got $6 million in their scam, which seems small to me. <laughs> There's in, two commas in that. It's not yeah, that small. But I mean, in relation to. I'm telling you, I run a Ponzi scams. scheme. I'm fucking out after like $800. <laughs> I'm like, dude, it's getting too hot. This will this will last me a while in Mexico. Like, <laughs> Yeah, they got $6 million. They were charged with, and this is a quote, transferring customer funds into personal bank accounts and using those funds for personal expenses and the purchase of luxury goods, including home, antiques, fine art, jewelry, luxury goods, furniture, interior decorating, and other home improvement services. And Yeezys for podcast hosts. <laughs> what? Mm. That seems frivolous. So, yeah, that's, that's a scam. That's exactly how scams work. But it does kind of prove that even though there is technically no regulation, yeah, these regulatory bodies will swoop in and shut you down. And there is also, you know, the court of public opinion, I guess you'd say. Like, people, when people see this happening, like, they'll, you want to be the guy that writes that wired article. Like, if you're in BitConnect, get the fuck out, you know? Like, yeah. you want, like, that's, there's money to be made there. You know, there's brownie points and retweets and all this stuff. And again, I feel like there's a good portion of the cryptocurrency community that's just kind of like, I just like, I just like the idea of the government can't tell me where my money goes. <laughs> and I just wanted to, I like the logos are neat and it seems fun. You know, there's people that just are enthusiastic about it on a technological level. There's like a lot of, it kind of feels like a, uh, like a band or something, and then now everyone is. Yeah, like, there does seem to be like an ideological component to that. Of yeah, yeah. I want the McAfee thing. Of, uh, it's pe- a libertarian thing. Do, yeah. yeah, you know. As I don't know how I feel about it because it's like, well, I don't know. What are you doing with it? You're, it's mostly for like like drugs and like evil shit. Honestly, yeah. in terms of what you can actually buy, there's very few places that'll be like, I need a couch. Here's a Litecoin, and they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you you, you could have bought a Fifty Cent's album back in 2014. Oh, did he do that? Yeah, he briefly. Oh, you didn't hear that? Yeah, no, I didn't know. You could buy his album with Bitcoin, and then he forgot that he let people buy his oh, album. Oh, I, d- with I saw this headline. Yeah, and which then, is handy because then he went bankrupt, and then uh, just realized he had like fourteen million dollars in Bitcoin. Bro, that's fucking around. amazing. Well, I mean, he that's still nuts. He still owes twenty-seven million dollars uh, around town. What are you a debt collector? No, I didn't article. Do you want to be? Bro. Adam's opening a check cashing place. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I went to a check cashing place for the first time the other day, and I got to tell you, I found the rates to be quite reasonable. It was They're like not eight, terrible. It was like eight fifty to cash a two hundred dollar check, and I was like, sure, yeah, that's not that bad. No, it was fine. BitConnect. Did you ever hear of BitConnect? This seems like it was maybe a bigger one. Not really. No, it was never actually confirmed to be a Ponzi scheme. But it was closed down anyway because people just kept accusing it. This is a statement that they issued. Wait, that can work? 
Well, this is a statement they issued after they shut down. They blamed it on, quote, continuous bad press. Mm. They treated us so unfairly. Mm -hmm. Surrounding the platform, two cease and desist letters from both Texas and North Carolina Securities Board, and continuous denial of service attacks on the platform. Now imagine carrying on after all that. You're like, no, we promise we're legitimate. Yeah. I mean, that's one of these things where, like, you know, if a girl thinks you're cheating on you all the time, like, I've had dudes who are like, I had to break up with her. I wasn't even cheating on her. It was just, I was yeah. just like, dude, you got to trust me at some point. Yeah. And they, despite all that, they pushed on, but their company worked a little different. You could loan them your cryptocurrency, hmm. and then they would pay you back at, they promised these insane interest rates. But everyone was basically accusing them of being a Ponzi scheme. They were promising 40% returns each month on a $10,000 loan, which that's a lot. That's a whole fucking lot. But also people kept investing after these two cease and desist letters, after all these news stories about them being a Ponzi scheme, people kept fucking investing, which I think that speaks to what kind of people are getting scammed. Because if you're investing, you should at least know that much, right? Yeah. I would at least Google BitConnect before I sent them money. Yeah, just see the predictive search and see if like, scam is the next word. I yeah. invested. I knew nothing about Bitcoin other than that it existed for a, a few years. And I did some cursory Googling, and I was able to invest in Bitcoin and, and make some money off of it all within the last few months. Yeah. And I, it's, it's not like I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a genius or a hacker or anything. It's just... Quite simple to do, yeah. Really, and like yeah. seriously, like look at the look at the meat. Like look at what people are saying. You know, it's like kind of like I think that I sort of like looked at it and I was just like I I was I after I bought in and then I was just reading about it all day because I was stressed out and I was like, oh okay, pretty pretty reasonable to assume I've gotten in pretty near the top here and I'm gonna get the fuck out. You yeah, know? it was like and early November and then it's yeah that was like it was I bought in at like sixteen six and it was highest at like nineteen three or something like that on Coinbase. I don't know the exact figure, but it's just like yeah, get the fuck out, like you know. But also as someone who's trying to get out around the peak of it, the transaction times were so so slow. Oh yeah, I got I ended up getting out. I tried to get out around that peak around when it was around nineteen grand, but I didn't get out until it was probably around. Can, or so can we have a quick I, sidebar explaining why transaction speeds change? Uh, well, this is on an exchange. It's like, first of all, there's a lot of pending transactions when there's big fluctuations in price. And the Bitcoin network is still hosted by these miners. And, you know, it's an imperfect you know, system like anything else. It's like gonna, there's certain coins that do it much faster. Like if you transfer someone to Bitcoin to get all those transactions confirmed in the blockchain and actually have that in your Bitcoin wallet, your digital address might take five or ten minutes. If you send them a Litecoin, you'll probably get it in ten seconds. Wow. You know, there's just differences between these things. Yeah, and that was a frustrating thing. I was thought, I thought, <laughs> well, it's it's digital. It doesn't it happen instantly? I Venmo. I can Venmo someone right now, and they're going to get it in- instantly. It is. It's and, just because of the blockchain confirmations it takes yeah. a while. Yeah, exactly. Which sounds like gibberish, but yeah, because of how all it has this kind of increasingly more complex series of hashes and characters and stuff. It, yeah, it takes a while, and it takes all these miners to process the transaction. So I was frustrated. It took me like 10 days to Oh, yeah, and, to co- cash and Coinbase out. was That like, is a long time. Coin- I thought you meant a few hours or oh, something. Oh, no, no, no. no it was yeah. multiple Jeez. days. And Coinbase was like clogged up. That's a, one of these big exchanges where you can just be like, yeah. you got some Bitcoin, we'll give you some money. You got some money, we'll give you some Bitcoin. Yeah, that's we'll take what 5% was... off the top, you know? Yeah. And that, that shit was clogged up like real like fucking... 
super just constipated the network, you know, oh, and yeah, it was yeah. just tough for a long time to get your money out. Yeah. And that's another, and like, you know, another thing, it's like, yeah, I don't know if you've covered Mount Gox in the notes, I don't remember going over it, but that was an uh-uh. exchange that went down back in the day where everyone just lost all their money they had in it. And it's like, they say, take your Bitcoins and put them in a wallet. You'll have a digital wallet in these exchanges that you can use, you know, that's, that's perfectly right. functional if you're keeping it in there for a few days or to, you know put it somewhere else but it's like you should have a hard wallet like a flash drive where you can just take it off and put it in a safe deposit box and be like my bitcoins are here they're fucking unplugged from the internet you know jeez it's fucking serious shit yeah that's crazy this next scam this is the one i think connor would probably run because you mentioned (laughs) a like a hit and run kind of ponzi scheme and that's what this was it was a company called protium and they didn't get that much money like the user said it was millions but people who analyzed it decided it was probably a lot less than that Mm -hmm. and they had nothing like there was no coin that like everything they were doing was a lie they were just trying to get that initial money from people yeah and then they split with the money and uh changed their website so it was just a white screen with the word penis on it Hmm. that's a strong scam artful in its simplicity yeah Yeah. i like the i like the dismount nuanced yeah yeah so if you invested in protium you had to at least find that a little funny. Again, that just sounds like like a kind of yogurt that makes you shit better. Like it's, <laughs> I drink protium. Hi, I'm Jenny McCarthy. I don't vaccinate my kids, but <laughs> I eat this weird bacteria to make me shit better. Didn't she like renege on all that recently? I have I, no idea. I don't. Did I, she? I don't know. I, I seem to recall some vagueness. Yes. I actually, yeah. Okay. yeah, I actually canceled my Google News alert for Jenny McCarthy a few months ago. So Brett, I, yeah, I learned, changed. <laughs> I learned that I had sex with an anti-vaxxer once who was a kid now, and I just Uh-oh. I had to unfollow her because I was just like, oh geez, I just feel bad for that kid. Oh yeah. Well, she posted was it a picture. Yours? Of, no, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. And then she posted a picture of Bill Nye, and she's like, I wonder who paid him off to say that vaccines are good, and I'm like. I don't know, probably science, like <laughs> fucking crazy All person. of human progress, yeah. the elimination of the polio virus. Bill Nye also doesn't believe in aliens, though. I don't like that. No? I feel like, you, you, even if you're, if you're sm- a man of science, I feel like you should at least be like, yeah, it could be. You can be, you can be real smart, but still be small-minded and afraid of the truth. Yeah, you know <laughs> that's true. You get all these brilliant people that he he might be like a, have a brilliant economic mind, but he's still you know like a Christian or something. And you're like, well, you should you're you're this smart. You you see the writing on the wall about you know Bitcoin. It's like why why the fuck do, what are you doing with this god shit? Yeah. You know, it's just that I think you know you'll always everyone's got something. I mean, yeah, me as a, as one of the best broadcasters in the world, I am sure. a slave to my my newfound Yeezy addiction. Yeah, and this is just I have I gotta to get some fucking Yeezys in my so life. I'll let, you, I'll let you try them on, dude. They're fucking amazing. I don't want to try them on, then I'm gonna have to rob you for them. You said it was eleven and a half. <laughs> I think half. everybody in this room could fit in those shoes. We'll yeah. have it. We'll have yeah. a little parade. Yeah, I'm an eleven, eleven and a half. I'm a, I'm I'm a, a twelve. grower, not a shower. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about uh, this last thing. It wasn't a, con- a Ponzi scheme. But it's still kind of a cautionary tale, I reckon. It happened recently, I believe. But it was an exchange called CoinCheck, mm-hmm. which sounds like it's exactly like Coinbase. It was, yeah. It was. They actually build themselves as the leading Bitcoin and cryptocurrency exchange in Asia, which they probably were, because <laughs> at the time, uh, hackers broke in and stole all the money. They were able to get five hundred and thirty million dollars. 
and they just like broke in and took it. There wasn't yeah. there wasn't like some intense Superman three slash office space type scheme yeah. that they ran. They just cracked their fucking security and well, yeah. Took when the you money. say hackers broke in and stole five hundred million, I'm just imagining like the full motion video cutscenes from like Command and Conquer. You know, or like except it's just a dude at his keyboard typing. Right. Yeah. I I, I just can't imagine. Like, uh, it, it's so confusing to digitally break in and digitally steal something that may or may not have. I don't know. It, it's all just so confusing, you guys. It's very We've weird. got an episode coming up where we talk about the fact that someone bought a Homer Pepe the Frog, like a Pepe the Frog, uh, drawn to look like Homer Simpson, digital trading card. For thirty nine thousand dollars on the internet, so what? Connor, can you please can you please explain that for us? <laughs> I unfortunately was that on your on your on your. Was it you? <laughs> you know what? You know what, man? I've been thinking about this, and I'm glad I, I'm glad it kind of came up on the podcast. You were like the Pepe stuff, who is now an alt right, you know, racist, like literally na- you, recognized so, yeah. by the National Defamation League as a yeah. as a hate symbol. I remember back on 4chan in the early days when I, I wasn't I was in there in the mid early days, you know, not like yeah. an OG OG, but I was around, you know, and I remember it was all just like the rage comics with the guy going yeah. and then yeah. the frogs just like he was jerking off and he, it was all very silly. And then I remember a specific post I saw and it had a lot of traction and I don't know how much of this is actually what happened, but these people were like, they're stealing our memes. They're selling Pepe shirts and rage comic shirts at Hot Topic. All the normies are taking our culture. Chads. The chads Fucking of the world chads. have broken in. He's like, so here's what we do. We're going to make a bunch of racist memes with Pepe and Wojak and the That Feels Bad Man guy. And we're going to put them everywhere. And then people will be like, oh, this is racist. We can't sell this at Hot Topic anymore. And then we get to keep our memes again. And I remember mm. seeing that going, there's that no way that's like ever going to work. backfire. Yeah. yeah. And then now <laughs> it's like going to stay racist. I, I, I was like, when I was 13 years old, I saw this thing. I'm like, now Pepe the Frog is the new swastika. <laughs> I photoshopped Charles Manson with the Pepe the Frog over the swastika <laughs> when you he did. died. I was, very, right I was real proud of that. Yeah. But yeah, I just thought that was wild. So I, I don't know if that's actually what happened or if it just sort of evolved naturally from all the fucking scummy elements of 4chan. Yeah. But it's like probably a little bit of both. Why not both? Bit, yeah. yeah. Was, I forget what the, it was like Operation fucking Overlord or some like dumb shit like that. Yeah. But yeah, it was. Interesting. Does anything on the internet anymore evolve into a good thing? Like the Unpops Network on Patreon. Well, yeah. Besides the Unpops Network, Portugal the Man, the Portugal the Man song. Feel it still the the hit of the summer. The yeah, Feel Good hit of the summer. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. yeah, yeah, yeah. Grammy award winning, Grammy award winning, Portugal the Man. Shout That's out so to weird. them. That is so weird. I'm so happy for them, and it's so weird. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I have a friend who won a Grammy. Yeah, yay! You got friends yeah. who won a Grammy. I, I got a whole Grammy like one time. That shit was cool. Oh really? It was for I think for ninety eight degrees. Uh, mm. all right. Wow. I don't, I don't even know why. I like for some reason it was at Sam Tripoli's house, and I, I got to take a picture <laughs> with the Grammy. How how are we doing on time? Uh, about fifty. Minutes. Okay, because we don't have any comments because I don't know what order these episodes are going up. Sure. So sorry we can't uh, we can't do comments. Mm. Do you mm. want me? To, do you want to ask some questions, Danger? Do you want me to play the comments music and you can get your final questions out? Do you have any more? I, I I don't know. I it you know, it's a big world out there. It's easy to feel like the things you say don't even matter, because when you try to talk, we cut you off. But I want you to know that's not true. Yes, it is. We call this segment "Your Voice Matters." Does it? And we're gonna listen to your stupid fucking comments from this episode, and respond to them personally. Well, personally. you say comments, but mostly it's just questions because I, I the, the whole economic thing. It's it's very confusing. 
and I'd love to I'd love to get rich you know who, who wouldn't but uh, it seems like it's past that point as a, as a market I wish we could just keep this song going yeah. for 15 minutes and make and I have the full vamping? version I'm playing yeah. the full version <laughs> yeah I'll tell you oh it is going oh, okay. oh nice if we started an unpops coin what we call it winter coin yeah winter coin would be good no we'd yeah. call it iron giants giant coin uh, IG coin there's gotta be a giant coin already yeah mm-hmm. iron yeah. coin yeah, something like that. Diesel coin. <laughs> diesel hmm. coin. That sounds masculine. Weed coin. That, well, diesel coin would be like, oh, that's for gay guys to buy poppers without anybody <laughs> seeing it on their taxes. What is this? No, it's for muscular black dudes. Oh, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that used to also be a slang. Diesel, like meant you Is were... diesel the gay gene now? Someone told me that a while ago. I don't know if that's is it? I don't information. Know. I have no idea, yeah. Yeah, I just remember it as slang for someone who was... Really fucking built and muscular. Shaq Diesel. Diesel. Yeah, Shaq Diesel. Yeah. Or, or Vin, Vin Diesel. There He's you go. That's, that's where I did a yeah. Iron Giant, yeah. Yeah. That, that, was, was, that was what I was going for. Well, yeah, this no, comments thing went a little off the rails. Oh, right. boy. Well, yeah. you said, let's do comments and then asked if I had questions. And you don't. Yeah, I know. Just confusion. Yeah. you and, and not much money. Nothing has changed. When you finally had the shot. Mm. All right, here's Connor's cryptocurrency takeaways. Ooh. <laughs> pay attention to the memes. Don't pay too much attention to the memes. Uh, don't pay any attention to the memes pay attention to the memes i've gotten some good advice from you i i've seen a lot of these people are right they are right you gotta you gotta i just can't wait for cnbc or msnbc what's the financial one uh, cnbc 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 35 years from now when all, all our parents generation is gone and they're just the ticker on the bottom is just various memes <laughs> yeah yeah well, it's also like, here's the thing. You're probably not smart enough to invest in cryptocurrency. You're definitely not smart enough to day trade. Yeah. Look at this shit for a while before you And you probably you don't have the that. money to day trade. That right. takes a real big initial investment. Don't invest more than you can afford to lose, especially because exchanges do go down. Wallets yeah. do get hacked. You know, Prices fluctuate very dramatically, which is why it's an appealing investment. You can make a lot of money. You can also lose a lot of money, which is probably what you're going to do because you're probably as uneducated about this stuff as most and people. And what kills me about this is all like if you're investing in Bitcoin, that at least implies some level of internet savvy. Yeah. And I have to imagine a lot of these people getting scammed and giving their money to these cryptocurrency sites without doing any research also would not eat at a fucking Thai place without looking it up on Yelp first. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's Look the thing. up your fucking cryptocurrencies. The, the fact that it's Coinbase is now so user-friendly, I mean, it's great for the crypto space. More people are investing than ever. It has a higher market share than ever. But it's also like this has reached its way down to the people who type yahoo.com into the search bar to search <laughs> for something on Yahoo. You know, And it's like they simply don't know what they're doing. And you probably don't either. Right. Go read, go look at stuff. Like I, I'm, I'm certainly not smart enough to have any of my money in any of this shit. I'm definitely not financially well off enough. And if you aren't, then fucking, if you're looking for a get rich quick, it's like literally just, I don't know, just uh, use my Postmates code Connor McSpadden at gmail.com when you sign up. And uh, it's go not to, a Ponzi scheme. I just <laughs> go to fidelity.com and get a mutual fund. Yeah, yeah. be responsible. You fucking idiots. Yeah, that's always the lame ass advice to give you on every cryptocurrency podcast or YouTube video, but. I felt I felt I had to do my diligence and not just be like, hey, but buy IOTA. I Connor told you to, you know, because Connor's buddy Ryan seems to think it's a good idea. <laughs> you know, like, just be careful. So this was interesting. I think I learned some shit about cryptocurrency. 
I still don't understand it. Completely. Uh, did we all learn no, no one will today? no one will tweet you more than the uh, the cryptocurrency guy who's so I'm uh, I'm anticipating a whole tidal wave of yeah. shit for this. Well, don't forget oh. we have an episode the we, not this week that this goes up, but the week we're recording this, you and I have a publicly available episode about the Sandy Hook shooting yeah, yeah. and how it's <laughs> definitely not a false flag operation. So we'll get tweeted at for that. Yeah, that'll be yeah. A, what a fun day for me. Yeah, you take the strong position. Yeah, it was actually a guy who shot a bunch of kids. Yes. Uh, All yeah. right. <laughs> Listen to the episode, Brett. Yeah. Close so your mind. I'm saying that's pretty controversial of you guys. <laughs> so you're about to encounter the worst people on the internet? We sure are. Yeah. All right. I mean, and they're about to be met by the worst people on the internet. Mm. Hey, I will be two immovable objects. You guys, the fucking, the Mean Boys militia, they're small, but they are yeah. cunty. Yeah. They're a lot. <laughs> yeah. Come after us, truthers. We will iron giant the fuck out of you. Yeah. Have fun <laughs> dealing with my, uh, again, my, uh, yeah, I'm a brony. I live in uh, Canada. I work on an oil rig. I'm addicted to, uh, like huffing paint anyway <laughs> i love the show uh yeah we have uh, one of our biggest fans a pro gun trans woman in indiana so uh the yeah just have only one yeah have fun uh trying to fuck with us <laughs> i dare you i got i got a bitcoin shoe dealer that's got my back buddy <laughs> i'm not affiliated with any of these people <laughs> this isn't actually i don't Brett. i don't yeah I Leave Brett alone, please. Just me, Connor, actually, and I'm just, to my, I'm just trying to live. It's actually Brett Ratner who's reinvented <laughs> himself. That was my bio on Twitter for the longest time. It just said not Brett Ratner, and considering the does it say really not Brett Ratner? <laughs> no, I just deleted it. I didn't want to make light. Yeah, it would have um, been crazy if you changed it to kind of Brett Ratner. <laughs> Might be Brett Ratner. I don't know. Follow me. Can I plug my tour dates? Yes, we are going to get to we we should wrap up. And, uh, I, I didn't mean to rush it, but no, 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 because we have we have to record another one of these in fifteen minutes. I was going to say Connor's graph of the uh, fluctuations in the value of Bitcoin kind of looks like the Arby's hat. It kind of does. Well, I'm saying go and on 4chan. They post does. the graph every day, but it's yeah. a very it's very accurate graph. <laughs> and again, this is some good financial meme advice. Very nice. Uh, what do we have to plug? You should, uh, if you're listening to this and you want to hear a bunch of other podcasts from the Unpops Network, what? go to patreon.com slash unpops and subscribe for $5 a month. You get a whole bunch of goddamn bonus episodes that I co-host. One of them I co-host with Connor McSpadden. Conspiracy of the Show. Conspiracy mm-hmm. of the Show. I co-host a show with Danger, Van Mis- Gorder. Misfortune, a financial crimes podcast. That's a new one. Go out to iTunes and give us some ratings and reviews. Yes, so. please. Yeah, we got a couple. So, the conspiracy reviews, some of those are, are, are heated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People, I imagine it would attract certain kind of yeah, yeah, listener. You got the wrong uh, wrong take on uh, DARPA. Someone's going to light you up on <laughs> iTunes. <laughs> uh, Danger, do you have anything to plug? Tons, yeah. Uh, first of all, <laughs> oh, no. rock and roll, countlessthousands.bandcamp.com. Follow us on Twitter, uh, countless1000s. Dot, or, or whatever, you get it. Uh, and then also, look... Glendale Tenants Union, Pasadena Tenants Union, uh, Inglewood Tenants Union. Uh, there are currently seven cities in Southern California that are launching rent control petitions, and we need your help. Check out bit.ly slash rentcontrol2018 if you think you want to get involved. Obviously, I'm a little partial about the Glendale one being successful. Look, I just turned in an ordinance and everything. This is some significantly grown-up stuff going on. Uh, Very nice. Yeah, yeah. this I, is some real grassroots political activism. And yep. if you want to be a cool guy that changes things. Crypto. Fucking check out bit.ly slash rent control. That's awesome, dude. Rent yeah. control twenty eighteen. Thanks very much. When I get famous enough, I'm just gonna be the the I'm I'm gonna be like that's gonna be my I'm gonna be like the tax churches guy. I'm just gonna have that be my cross <laughs> I die on. 
Mean Boys Tour going all over the goddamn country. These shows are going to be very fun. The ticket link should be live by the time you hear this. If they're not, you can get on our email list and be the first to know at meanboyspodcast.com. The cities we are going to, Chicago, Fort Wayne, Indiana, Milwaukee, Washington, D.C., Cincinnati, Ohio, or Cleveland, Ohio. Fucking same difference. <laughs> Pittsburgh, Philly, New York City. The state closing of Ohio up. would like to disagree with that. <laughs> Detroit also is in there. I would also. <laughs> live podcast of the Creek and the Cave. Some of those shows will be live. Me boys, some will just be live stand-up shows. Me, Keith, and Tom, all of us cramming into a rental car. And uh, me personally, I'm headlining the Ontario Improv March 20th at eight. Tickets on my website, ConnorMcSpadden.com, and the Velveeta Room in Austin, Texas. Love mm. Austin with there for the first time. That's a nice little club. I love the people that run it. Mm. That's uh, June uh, 15th and 16th. Please come out to that. I hung out with a, uh, a Mean Boys on Pops guy out there, and he got us awesome barbecue. So it's very a good nice. Time. Uh, Austin barbecue is legitimate. It's fucking crazy. Sorry so that was good. a lot, but please, Brett, would love to see you guys. What do you have going on? Guys, the Big Brother season is heating up. I don't know when this episode comes out, but I host a podcast called Hey Julie. Celebrity Big Brother, the cast list is out. Who do you got, Adam? Shannon Elizabeth? Shan- Chuck Liddell? I'll take Shannon Metal Elizabeth. Metta World Peace. Metta World Peace. They're all on. I was on Roast Battle with Metta World Peace. Celebrity Big Brother. My podcast is called Hey Julie. You can find it on wherever you get podcasts. Hit us up on Twitter at HeyJulieBB. Or you can follow me on Twitter at Brett Raider. <laughs> that was that was my joke as you voted for me, and I said thanks. That guy in the stands had it coming. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Danger. Say goodbye. Bye, everybody. Connor, say goodbye. Adios. Brett, say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Bristol Street, bring a blood object to Bristol Street, I'm not